This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 23. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, it's Andrea here. I hope you're doing fantastic. Oh my gosh, are you wondering how your children can thrive? This is the book that I read this week. It's all about how children thrive. It's the practical science of raising independent, resilient, and happy kids. It's by Mark Burton, and it's a fantastic book. I don't know, it's kind of near the end of the summer here, and the kids are getting stir-crazy, and I'm trying my best to be a good parent, but you know, it's a little bit more challenging when they're on each other over the weeks, and um, they're, you know, I think they're itching to get get back to schedule and structure and a little bit more, um, I guess a little bit more structure to their life. So I felt like this book is a good timing because there's so many wonderful practical tips that uh, he provides in his book and it's so wonderful. And I mean, parents, we're always wondering about ways that we can help our kids be the best and also, you know, become really independent and resilient in through struggle. Um, there's an expression, right? You can't lay down leather for your kids and avoid any hardship, hardship from them because they're going to run into challenges. Um, but what you can provide them is a good pair of boots. And that's his analogy that he used in his book. And I thought it was so fantastic. So what I got out of his book was so much, and I can't wait to share it with you. If it's your first time here on the podcast, welcome. This is a podcast devoted to highlighting books in 15 minutes or less so that you can really get the actionable nuggets that these wonderful authors have devoted their research and their time creating these books for us. And I know life gets busy, but I always recommend if something sparks your interest, you want to delve in a little deeper to purchase the book and support the author, because I mean, there's only so much I can highlight in 15 minutes or less. All right. So let's jump in. This book is wonderful because it actually made me feel like, okay, I'm not doing so bad. Um, he made the analogy or he kind of made reference that most parenting books kind of make you feel like you're doing things wrong. <laughs> and this is so true. And sometimes articles that I read, I'm like, oh my gosh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that with my kids. And I have two kids. And you know what? A lot of these wonderful tools, um, they just made me feel human again. And all the tips that he came up with and all the research and his, um, his approach really makes you feel like it's attainable and that, you know what, you're not doing a bad job. And so he talks about just basically how children thrive is really the antidote to that problem that um, that we might be doing something wrong as parenting to shift your focus to more how children thrive. And it really helps you to uh, feel that you, you know, that you can take care and do really a great job as a parent uh, and not put that huge amount of pressure. So Dr. Martin Burton, he is a best selling author who specializes in integrating mindfulness um, with other evidence-based neurodevelopmental care. Um, I said that really 
really slow and weird. <laughs> Neurodevelopmental care. It's a big word. Anyway, so he is devoted to um, pediatric psychology and he has done numerous, like lots and lots of research in this world. And um, you know what? As parents, we're often thinking about how our children can thrive. And um, he provides us with realistic, realistic, practical tools that we can use in our everyday life. All right. So we want our children to be happy. We want them to be healthy. We want them to have meaningful lives, but what is the best way to support them? And that's what we're going to talk about. And that's what he talked about in his book. And uh, I hope it really helps you. Okay. So I'm sorry if you don't have kids, but you can definitely use this with, you know, your nieces. You can use this with, um, if you're a teacher in your classroom, there's so many children all around us. So this is all about how children's thrive, children thrive in general. Um, so hopefully it's helpful for you. Okay. So Parenting is a lot less stressful if you don't worry about every choice that you're making. So um, what I loved about his book is that he's really emphasizing that we sometimes as parents overanalyze and think things through too much and we listen to the world around us and the influence of others. And what he's suggesting is actually that it's so much less stressful if you don't worry about every single choice that you're making and that you understand the basics of how children or children develop um, and also it'll help with building independence and it'll, and it'll help you with just like you know letting your child live their life and but having a gentle influence without stressing about it and so um, he talks all about basic cognitive skills um, and help helping children uh, learn these basic cognitive skills and just it'll really change your way of parenting. So this 100% of this book changes the way that you're going to look at parenting. So he is suggesting that we start parenting through the executive function or developmental lens. So, and we're going to talk all about that. A lot of his book is based around this idea of executive function. And we'll talk about what that is in a second. And um, the idea is that focusing on this executive function and aiming for your children and our children to be capable of managing life themselves. So it kind of removes the responsibility as a parent to more teaching them the skills necessary so that they can be resilient and so that they can, and they're capable of managing their own life. So that's a big shift. So it's not about kind of micromanaging our kids, it's teaching them and equipping them with the skills and um, ability to manage them the lives themselves. So uh, he talked a little bit about this marshmallow experiment and that basic cognitive skills of putting off short-term reward, so one marshmallow, for example, for long-term gain of two marshmallows. So it's a direct correlation to success across a lifetime. So self-management skills have shown to be significantly um, important in order to help children thrive. So this idea of putting off, you know, oh, you know what, I can have immediate gratification, eat this marshmallow right now, or I, if I wait and I, and I have self-management exercise, self-management that later on I get two marshmallows. So they did this experiment and made reference to it in his book. And it's wonderful. Can it show the significance of, um, self-management and the importance of self-management and success and resilience in life. So he made that correlation. And so he's all about focusing on this idea of executive function, which is basically this idea and the part of the brain that drives learning. It 
monitors our thinking and our behavior and it identifies mistakes and it defines self-regulatory tasks. So this is huge. So this is that part of the brain that is responsible for self-regulation. So children need help with this development. So children develop on, on this, this part of their brain, um, at their own process, at their own time. And so the idea is, as parents, it's up to us to teach this executive function every single day. So kind of to be around them and um, offer them a variety of skills, the skills that are needed to overcome any obstacles and to make good choices. So executive function is basically helping children to make good choices and helping them with resiliency to overcome obstacles. And this is this idea of learning to monitor their thinking, their behavior, and identify mistakes and kind of help with that self-regulation. So he had tips around that, which I love. I always love. There's so many tips in this book, oh my gosh, that you can take and put into your life right away. So he talked about focus on building executive function on a daily basis. Also, allow discussion and option um, um, and options for children. So discuss things with them. You know, how did that go? Um, would you like to uh, have a shower now or in five minutes? So basically like there's no option. You're having a shower, but at least you give them the decision so they can self-regulate um, and it helps them grow that the skills and helps them with resilience and, and uh, I guess autonomy, feeling like they're in control uh, within boundaries, of course. Uh, he also suggests uh, be selective in scheduling. So he is suggesting um, to monitor the big picture, um, but offer options. And he also is suggesting to be selective in the scheduling. So how much you put into a schedule. He also talks about seeking support when children are um, falling behind and uh, know when that is. He also um, suggests to trust your own judgment. So watch the influence that you have of people around you and trust your own judgment. He also talked about building independence through routine. And this is a big thing. And I know my kids thrive when they're on routine. Like I was mentioning, when they go back to school, it's great because there is a whole routine in our house and they know like that they get up, they know the whole routine, they get ready. Uh, we make lunches, we go to school. Like it's like a definite schedule. They come home, they have a nice light snack. And then, um, so yes, yeah, so we build a whole schedule and I love back to school time because I can build that calendar and they're into their routines. They know when homework time is and uh, bedtime rituals as well. So he did talk also about homework time and place, have a certain place, follow routines because that really helps, um, with self-regulation and this executive function within children. He also talked about, um, supporting strong habits. So when you catch your, uh, your children, doing something well is to really support that and support the effort. And uh, he's also suggesting to teach organizational skills and also to set limits and boundaries within, you know, um, media devices and things like that. He also talked about um, collaborate in the decision making. So involve them in the discussion. And um, and he did mention to within, you know, monitoring the big picture. So you're ultimately in charge of the big picture, but have them open and part of the discussion. He also uh, suggested to keep on top of self-managing skills and um, to encourage them on a daily basis to uh, work with their self-managing skills. Uh, he also really emphasized, and I love this one so much, is to notice what's right. And it's amazing when you notice 
what's right, it increases and promotes this executive function, this ability that they feel that they're in control and they're making good choices and they're more likely to make more great choices. So noticing what what's right is great for this executive function. So yeah, that's the first little part. And then he talked about going into um, all these things and he called it the A-E-I-O-U-N-Y of childhood well-being. And um, so he's all about coming back to the basics when you're raised resilient, happy kids by focusing on, and here they are, activities, environment, instruction, old-fashioned education, and understanding when to intervene. And also the why is why we work hard. So he, he talks about all these tips and I'll go through them for you. So you have, you know, things that you can apply right into your life right away. And, um, so activity tips is lay out your family schedule as it is now and create a new calendar and fill it in with your most, what you most value. And then consider what you can do without and all also consider the time and understand and create a new schedule, a new time frame. So, and also to make time for playing. Um, he's talking about making sure that uh, throughout the process of activities that you're praising and reflecting and imitating well and describing um, and enjoying and also put your kids on a media diet. So he talked about being a role model. That was huge. So the idea is that you uh, imitate good behavior and you um, are a great role model and um, just give them praise when things are functioning at a high level, when they're doing well and notice their strengths through activities. Um, and also reflect, like I noticed when you um, were running around the side with that soccer ball and you, you know, you passed it to your friend, that was really good sharing and working as a team. Uh, so noticing the effort and the, the process is what he's emphasizing as well in his book. The other thing he talked about is the environment tip is um, your, make your environment a positive environment. And he talked about that positive parenting sometimes has pitfalls, being that um, when we're always trying to be so positive with our kids uh, and just like, wow, good job, good job, uh, there are pitfalls to that. So what he's suggesting is offer affection and consistency as an adult and guide your children towards their strengths. But he's also talking about making sure that you are are praising effort uh, and you're giving feedback to this effort in and real steps instead of the end reward, uh, instead of the, the end, like good job or job well done, or wow, you did that, or you came in first. Instead, he's suggesting to make a positive environment is to really emphasize and um, um, be positive about the effort and the valid effort and the real steps that they've taken. The other thing he mentioned to make a nice environment is to spend time together, to get down to their level and do what they're doing and just notice small things that have gone well in their life and target that praise. Um, he also suggests to reward desired behaviors and to redirect behaviors that you're not so fond of and then offer choices. So choice Choices are great. Um, offered choices of what you do want and focusing on what it is that you do want with your children. Um, the other thing he suggests is to allow your kids to experience natural consequences. So um, instead of sheltering our kids, they learn tremendously. Um, they learn this executive function by 
failing sometimes and having natural consequences to their actions. And this he was emphasizing and saying that's very, very important. He's also mentioning for your environment to be listen, listen well and to understand what's going on and remember that stress is inevitable. So um, you being a parent uh, in a supportive way and listening to really what's going on for them is a wonderful environment. Um, he talked about also instruction. So he his instruction tips are basically uh, train your brain to live more intentionally. So he is um, suggesting that we teach our kids how to be more mindful. And mindful just means being aware. And the, one of the best ways that he uh, demonstrated in this book is to model it. So model it to your children. Teach them how to be aware in the present moment. So be there with them and, and provide instruction of how to be mindful for your children. Like when you're on a walk, really be mindful in the conversation or uh, direct their attention to what it is that you're focused on. These are all ways that he was suggesting to increase this idea of mindfulness. Um, the other thing he talked about is old-fashioned behavior, old-fashioned education rather, and um, that this is a wonderful way to build executive function, consistent daily routines. He really emphasized that. He also talked about assessing motivation and making goals is very important and to create structure around those goals for your children. Follow up, but don't babysit the whole process. And uh, he also encouraged reading every single day. It builds brain power. It makes people uh, smarter. And as you know, I love reading too. So anyway, so yeah, definitely, even if you're reading with your children, uh, role model it. And um, yeah, so they'll build a, you'll build a better learner by doing this. Repetition and um, teaching of skills is very important in terms of education, educating our kids to really increase this executive function. The other thing is to understand, he suggests, to understand why, uh, when to intervene. So for example, if your child is struggling, there are certain milestones that developmental psychology has shown that our children want to be developing at. So there are times when we do have to intervene and support and help our children. So he's emphasizing that just understand when the time is to intervene and step in and take action and support your child's needs at that point. Uh, he also talked about why work hard. So teaching your children things like grit and mindset set an executive function all help them with approaching adversity. And so he's suggesting that we approach adversity as a role model, say, wow, did you see how challenging the situation and here are the ways that I think I might handle this adversity. Um, teaching and role modeling your children to your children is what he suggests. He also um, he wanted, suggested rather, he also suggested to teach kids what success is. And so, and, and show them where they've been successful in their life and what success is so that it can help motivate them. So teaching them persistence and, you know, combining it with your skills equals resilience. So focusing on the strengths in your children is a wonderful way to help build this um, confidence and this executive function and independence. Um, really, really important. Emphasizing their, the positive attitude uh, is, the, is really important towards adversity. So teaching positive attitude towards adversity. I 
I think I can. I know I can. I will. And so, yeah, so he had wonderful tips there. Um, Okay, moving on. He talked about the practical, like putting positive parenting and self-management into every single day. So view everyday living he's suggesting, such as nutrition and sleep and uh, routine and homework and everything through the lens of executive function. If you put this into your everyday, you're going to be building up your child's independence, their resilience, and you're going to make happier kids because just like in the beginning, we talked about providing them with that those boots or the structure uh, so that they can be independent and they can be really resilient. So his tips are create opportunities for children to be in control, to make choices, to explore and be creative. He also talked about steering behavior uh, through immediate feedback. So if you notice a kid doing something like right away, provide the children child with feedback around what they're doing. Um, Notice effort, focusing on praising effort and giving reward and kind of courtesy towards the effort and the process of getting towards where they want to go. That really, really helps with this executive function. And also uh, he's talking about Uh, the idea of role modeling and also to remain empathetic, but firm. So that was his major tip is to be understanding, but also firm with your children. Also, he highly recommends model remaining calm. So that teaches your kids how to behave in adverse situations. And that helps them to then learn that model, that behavior. So the other tip, and we already talked about it is, um, use targeted praise and value effort and incremental goals. So value those incremental goals and the steps towards it. And those little, I always say, look at, see the rainbow and everything that they do, like look and find the the little, the beauty and all those little steps and all those little things that they're doing well. Um, He also talked about, again, allowing for natural consequences. Uh, He suggests to set limits and reinforce a reward system. So reward systems work better than punishment he was talking about but he's suggesting to allow for natural consequences of their behavior. So set limits, reinforce a reward system, feed them healthy, set bedtimes. Um, and then he's suggesting also to do an hour before light out warning uh, at bedtime and to establish a calm environment at bedtime. And so they have those wonderful sleep associations. He also suggests to monitor media use. Okay, which is hard. I know they're always on those devices. Okay, so the next part in the next step in his book is all about mindfulness and families. Now, mindfulness is not just like a specific thing that you do. It's actually a way of life. And so mindfulness is a long-term opportunity that can build uh, this wonderful, happier environment and the capacity to manage challenge. So mindfulness in families is very important. And the best thing you can do is to model this mindfulness. We already touched on it a little, but he brought this up in the power of mindfulness. Uh, in terms of it being a way of life for your family so your children can thrive. Okay, so he talked about some tips that he had is that you can be mindful all, you can't be mindful all the time rather. It's impossible. So don't beat yourself up if you're like, wow, I was really mindless here. <laughs> um, so the idea is that you can't be mindful all the time, but notice where you your attention is going. So he's talking about paying attention and avoid that auto, autopilot and multitasking and just be really 
really aware of the environment that you're in. He also brought up negativity bias and negativity bias if we have we have a natural tendency to notice negative things or um, stressful things in our environment because it's actually meant to keep us safe. So our attention will naturally go to things that are negative. So he is suggesting to counteract that with notice where you're putting your attention and to practice gratitude. So journaling gratitude helps with where you're paying your attention. It also helps you um, to be notice what you're grateful for and it really eases you to be more mindful about your day. He suggests that uh, meditation is great uh, before bed, doing a journal, kind of resetting that internal life. So resetting what's going on in your mind. Um, he also talked about paying attention to your emotions, what's going on inside of you uh, when you're around your children and with your when you're interacting and just be mindful of what it is that you're feeling, what's going on inside. And it really does help us with um, how we behave and how um, we rate self-regulate. Uh, he also talked about spot tendencies and habits that you might have picked up over the time as parents and uh, and then of course teaching your children the idea of mindfulness and how how they can do it uh, he's also suggesting exercising compassion self-compassion not being too hard on yourself as a parent um, and also just see the world as it is was his major tip at the end is just see the world as it is no judgment just be mindful and yeah so that's about it. Oh my gosh. So Dr. Burton provides a really positive, simple, empowering approach to raising children. Um, it's all about this executive function and increasing this executive function in our children can actually make them more resilient and happy and independent. And he brings together, you know, mindfulness and the new science on brain development and the you know, uh, and also the messiness of real parenting, like let's be real, it's sometimes challenging. So I loved all his practical tips and just wonderful ways to help us, uh, you know, foster this executive function within our children. And it was wonderful. I hope that was helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening and please share, like, review. And um, that would really help us grow the show. I really appreciate you as the listener. I, I hope that was helpful for you. And I hope we can help more children to thrive. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the contents in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.